The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There are two ways of looking at a glass of water. Either it's half empty or it's half full. What's your natural perspective? Why does it matter? Because our perspective is going to determine so much about how we live the rest of our lives. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Are You a Blessing or a Burden? Hey, it's great to be with you again at the beginning of another week. And I'm really excited because today we're taking a look at the powerful concept of joy. Can I ask you, do you enjoy being around people who are grumpy and upset all the time? People who are under pressure and they snap at you? Do you enjoy being part of a team where everyone's downcast, where no one is at all positive about anything in their lives? None of us do, do we? It's horrible when it's like that. I remember being on a sporting team once as a young man and we didn't win a single game in the season. It got to the point where we'd go out onto the field believing, just knowing that we were going to lose. And time and time again, we would fulfil our expectations. Now, it wasn't a lot of fun at all. We've been chatting these past few weeks about how you and I can be a blessing. See, some people are a blessing. Others are more of a burden. Some people are assets. Others are more of a liability. Some people are problem solvers. And others, well, they're just part of the problem. And if you and I want to live the life that God has planned for us, the sort of life that's really worth living... We need to be on the positive side of that register, not on the minus side. Would you agree? So let me ask you again, are you a glass half full kind of person? Or do you have a glass half empty perspective on life? Because perspective is everything. Imagine that you're a young person, you decide to go and buy a car. You don't have a lot of money, so so you buy a second hand car, it's got a lot of miles on the clock, it's not the most expensive, it's not the flashiest car, but you know, it's sound, it's going to get you from A to B reliably. But you're constantly comparing your car to the cars other people drive. Seems they have bigger, more expensive cars, more impressive modes of transport. The glass half-empty kind of person is going to complain and feel dissatisfied with their purchase. They'll never be happy. They'll never be content. The glass half-full kind of person, on the other hand, is going to be delighted. Okay, so it's not the most impressive motor vehicle on the road. But you know something? It saves me having to wait for the bus in the rain, and that is just fantastic. I love what it says in the Old Testament book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22. A cheerful heart is a good medicine, but a downcast spirit dries up the bones. I I like being around cheerful people. Cheerful people are content with what they have. Cheerful people have a sense of, of, of contentment and joy. They don't always find fault. They're not looking for the problems that might be just around the next corner. Cheerful people are the people who put their trust and their hope in Jesus Christ. They're the sort of people we really want to be around. I once worked with a man. He was a good few years older than me. He was always looking forward to the next thing. He was always anticipating something good. Okay, sometimes good things happen to us and sometimes, well, sometimes we end up having a lousy day. But that didn't seem to deter him. He was always looking forward to the next good thing. He was a half-glass-full kind of person. Realistic, practical, but cheerful. I learned a lot from him. In fact, he's had more of an impact on my life than almost anyone else. 
We worked together for a good 20 years as business partners, as friends, and he is my mentor, teaching me not just his skills, but his outlook on life. What a great guy to be around. On the other side of the equation, there was another man in our company, he was a few years older than me too, who never saw any good in anything. And I think that the second part of that proverb we just looked at totally describes this guy. A cheerful heart is a good medicine, but a downcast spirit dries up the bones. Is there anything more desolate, more life-draining than the picture of dry bones? It speaks of a complete absence of life. Hey, not even the birds come to pick the flesh off the dry bones because there's no life left. There's nothing of sustenance left. People like that drain the life out of themselves and out of the people around them. The problem is some people, and, and you might well be one of them, do have that sort of an outlook on life. Seeing that the glass is always half empty instead of half full is simply a way of life for some people. And those people, come on, those people are more of a liability than an asset. They're more of a burden than a blessing. Now, we all go through some negativity at times. So whether it's a now and then thing for you or whether it's a whole way of life for you, I want to encourage you today to change your outlook. I used to be a really negative person because things never used to satisfy me. One of the biggest things that impacted my life is working closely with that business partner of mine that I mentioned earlier and picking up by experience his positive perspectives on life, even on the difficulties we travel through. You see, being happy, being contented, looking for the good in every circumstance and situation isn't just some airy-fairy goal that we should aspire to. Being cheerful and being positive most of the time actually works. See, it makes for a much better life. Listen again, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a downcast spirit dries up the bones. See, it's that blessing or burden, asset or liability, problem solver or problem thing again. Is your countenance, your outlook, your, your heart attitude good medicine to the people around you? Or do you dry up their bones? Do you sap the life out of them? It's time to take a good, hard look in the mirror. And if you don't like what you're seeing, then it's time to do something about it. And allow me to let you in on a little secret here, because the contentment that I feel, which most of the time, 80, 90% of the time, gives me a cheerful heart, isn't something that I'm able to conjure out of thin air. It's not something I rustle up on my own from somewhere on a daily basis. You know why? Because my circumstances don't always give me call for celebration. Some days, quite frankly, are tough. Some days I find it hard to do what I'm called to do, just in the same way that you some days find it hard to do what you're called to do. So the source of my cheerfulness isn't sort of self-motivation, self-help, geeing myself up, rah, rah, rah. The source of my cheerfulness is God himself through his mighty promise that Jesus made to his disciples. Listen to this. John chapter 16, 33. Jesus is about to be crucified. The disciples are afraid. Their whole world's falling apart. They're in fear of their own lives. And he says, look, guys, I've been telling you all this stuff in this time of fear so that you might have peace. Because let me tell you, in this world, you will have tribulation. That's absolutely a promise. But be of good cheer because... I've overcome the world. Jesus understands trial and sorrow. Back in the book of Isaiah, he describes him as a man of suffering, acquainted with infirmity, a man from whom others would hide their faces, a man who was despised, whom people would hold of no account. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3. 
And yet Jesus overcame the world. He died for my sin. He died for your sin. He rose again so that you and I could have a fresh, new, awesome, abundant life here on this earth and for all eternity. That's the big picture. That's the reality. That's the powerful, mighty truth that these days informs my whole perspective on life. Jesus rose again. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Yes, he overcame the world and he did it, not just for himself. He did it for you and for me. That's what brings peace amidst turmoil. That's what brings cheer amidst tribulation. Jesus, plain and simple. And though I've searched far and wide, I've left no stone unturned. I've never found that good cheer, that joy in the face of pressure and tribulation anywhere else. Yes, God used other people in my life to show it to me, but he and he alone is the source of my joy. That cheerful heart is indeed a good medicine. gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.